Yo, Whiskey Sick Podcast episode 111, R.I.P. to the original Whiskey Sick Podcast mascot extraordinaire, Michi Calhoun. Michi Calhoun, the original German Shepherd mascot of the Whiskey Sick Podcast, almost 13 years old, rest in peace, hit him with that theme music. So I gotta walk, got the chalk, got the draw Outlines for these ladies I'm about to slay Got my cape on with some napalm Shots of days gone, then the game's on What you play, huh? Hard to get, I'll be wet for all that dry hate Looking my way, while your eyes say You and I may get off like a right lane But I might strain, pull up lane with a migraine I'm a wrench to that ratchet bitch, a bench for that acid offense with a ladder, get up on it. I said a wrench to that ratchet bitch, a bench for the acid offense with a ladder, get up on it. Hello, mistake, what's your name? Such a shame, you don't drink, who's to blame? Cause I'm fine like I'm Cosby in the lobby of an AA meeting on a payday. We can make it rain even on a sunny day. What you say, you and I could run away. Meet up when you drop that molly. Off, love that chick of Molotov while she's on the side, hating faded lane on the pavement, wasting all of my patience. Come on, you gotta go. Go ahead, put your bad self. You gotta get out of bed, but I ask now. Come on and get out of the bed, my hands out. You gotta get out of step, gotta make down. Motherfucker, get up. Go ahead, put your bad self. You gotta get out of bed, but I ask now. Come on and get out of the bed, my hands out. You gotta get up. step, gotta make down. Why don't you get up? Yo, 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 yes, it is a sad day in Whiskey Sick Podcast history. The original mascot, Michi Calhoun, has passed away. Michi Calhoun, 12 years, 8 months. We were hoping to get to 13. Just wasn't going to make it. Um, We had to uh, put her down to euthanize her. Uh, Last week, exactly a week ago, man. Um, devastating shit, devastating shit, man. Anybody know, uh, you know, people listening don't, have never had a dog. Um, that shit's, I'm not one of those crazy white people that like kisses their dog in the mouth and shit, you know, in public, no less. Uh, behind the scenes, don't worry about what the fuck I be doing, right? Uh, but you know, out in public at the dog park, you know, your dog's been, you know, eating other dog's shit, their own shit, and you're over there fucking... You know, tongue kissing it and shit. That ain't me. I ain't that kind of dog, you know, owner. Um, But I've had dogs literally my entire life. This was my third. I have three Germans uh, in my lifetime. I had my my original dog, Raina, when I was a little pup. Uh, She was a German Shepherd. And then in in college, uh, I had two Huskies. And then, uh, then I got Michi Calhoun. Well, actually, those Huskies were my cousins. But, you know, I lived with them for a long time. Um, but my own first dog on my own was Michi, uh, Michi Calhoun, uh, I rescued her for some crazy wild, wild, wild bitch, the bitch had some titties though, she had some, this Betty had some titties, I think, I, I can't even remember how I met her, I think she was, uh, uh, she went to the school I went to or some shit like that, and, um, she was a bad Betty, but yo, she had the craziest B.O. I can never smash. This, this chick used to throw herself at your boy. I know it's hard, hard to imagine, but somebody used to throw themselves. A, a bad little Betty, a little like Asian white mix Betty with some big old, big old tig old bitties. 
throw herself at your boy Moody Hank. But I, I used to bob, I used to fucking weave, used a Philly shell. I used to, you know, I, w- I was doing my shit. I was getting my Mayweather on, my Canelo on. I was slipping all that shit because uh, uh, it, it almost went down one night and, and it just, she always smelled like fucking musty ass. And, and I just, you know, the, you, you can't get a fucking, you, you, can't, you can't perform when there's that musty ass smell all the time. It just takes the mood out. But anyways, what I was getting at is I got... Michi from her. She was wild ass chick. She lived in this like fucking studio apartment. Uh, Michi at the time had some crazy ass name, but she was like three months old. She was tearing up the apartment. She was gonna have to move in with her her, her boyfriend that lived on base on a military base. You couldn't have dogs at the time. Uh, you still can't have pit bulls on base. But anyways, I, this is how I came up on, on Michi. Uh, she just literally gave me the dog, a, a fucking purebred German Shepherd, beautiful fucking dog. Had her since then. That was April of 2008 that I got her. She was born just late 2007. So she was approaching 13 years old. Everything was good. Um, she's had skin problems off and on. If you guys, you know, dog owners out there, all almost every single dog has these skin issues where they start smelling like fucking baked bread and shit, licking themselves all the time, and they just smell like yeast. It is yeast. It's bacteria and fungus. It's just they're, they're allergic. They're real sensitive, you know, dog skin and shit. So other than that, she's been a, a great dog. And then recently, man, she just, you know, her paw wasn't working. She couldn't use her paw, paw correctly. She couldn't even put any weight on it. And then it turned into her whole arm. And then her back legs started giving out. And it, it ended up being some spinal cord uh, nerve degeneration that I found out afterwards. Uh, we had to take her in. I mean, she literally couldn't get up anymore. Uh, she was shitting on herself. Um, it got real bad. It was like taking care of like your mammy or pappy, like when they're 80 and you know, before you take them to the home, if you don't choose not to take them to a home, if you're not a dickhead and you let them live with you, uh, and you have to change their diapers and shit. It's like taking care of a grown infant. That's how it was the, the last like week or two, uh, with Michi, but she just declined real fast, man. And she was just in pain and she literally couldn't get up anymore. She stopped drinking water. It got real sad, uh, real quick. And uh, we had to make the decision, man. Uh, the doctor took one look. There, this, this, this COVID shit is so crazy. You can't even go to the vet no more. You have a dying dog. You have to sit out in the fucking parking lot. I had to sit out in the parking lot. They did the, uh, the checkup in the parking lot. Homie just came out to the, to the, to the Jeep we have, and, and we just opened up to the back. And he's like, he looked at her, you know, did the little heart thing. And he's like, uh, put your dog down. And I was like, oh, okay. Just like that. He's like, you need to put your dog down. She's ready to go. And that was it. And we kind of already knew. Um, Dogs usually, especially German Shepherds, usually like 10, 11, 12 years. You know, and she was getting close to 13. So, rest in peace to the original member. It's now all the baton has fully been passed to Michi. I mean, to Moody. Moody Hank is over here. She's still rolling over here. I got the quadruple champ is over here playing his little buns off, uh, building Legos and all sorts of shit. So he, he's kicking it too. So it's just us holding down the fucking fort. Um, we're, we're a member down. Uh, hopefully, um, all y'all motherfuckers listening to this shit. It's been a while. I know it's a, you know, I'm kind of erratic with the shows, but don't ever worry. I'm not going anywhere. I will be back. I will always be back, motherfuckers. I tell y'all this. The world's a crazy place right now, man. 
crazy, crazy place. We got to have some more, some more of these, these hard discussions. You know, today we're gonna do a little bit of fight talk. Maybe if this shit doesn't go too long, I might just do a little short, little thing. Some, some, some shit that's on my mind, man. Um, you know, you've been seeing this COVID shit. You know, the elections coming up. Uh, more, more black people being shot by cops, and and, and now it's like. Uh, everything, everything is a black-white racial issue, like everything. We're so sensitive to, to, to the black plight, which is a good thing. We should be. It's, and if you're going to be one thing, it's be oversensitive than undersensitive. I, I would agree with that. But now everything, every time there's, there's a, a, a fucking a confrontation between a cop and, and, and a black person, it's immediately just race it's chalked up to racist cops that's it there's no there's no accountability on both sides anymore we're getting to the point where it's just you know when you're under arrest no matter what you the police were called there for no no matter what the person now being arrested can do literally whatever the fuck he wants and the cops have no right to even defend themselves or or do anything and that's the point that we're at to now uh kind of alluding to the last shit that went down like two weeks ago um is Jacob Blake? Jacob Blake, I think, is is the man's name. Um, that 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 was shot. Um, and you know, you go on here. I I I love uh, Skip Bayless and, and Shannon Sharp. That's my go-to shit. I love first take and all that. And, and it doesn't matter whatever. When you go on to these news sites and shit, even this. I mean, th- those are those are news programs basically. They have there there's a ton of politics now, especially on first take. Those motherfuckers are always getting into into this shit. But every single take is the exact same. Everybody says the exact same words, and it just makes you wonder sometimes if there's not people that are saying these fucking things that really don't think another way, but they have to feel they feel corralled into they have to say this particular have this particular view because now if you're not a hundred percent. Uh, uh, you know, Black Lives Matter, blah, 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 yeah, yes, woo. You could be like, I like Black Lives Matter. I love the idea behind Black Lives Matter and couldn't uh, uh, agree with it more. Bla- of course, Black Lives Matter, and they should uh, have a spotlight on them, and we do need to, to take care of those things. But there's other issues that people that associate with Black Lives Matter that I don't agree with. And if you say that, you're automatically a racist bigot, if, especially if you're white, you, ha- you, you, don't even, you, you would never know. You, 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 you have no right to say anything about it. Like they, they, all the time, you get that. You see these black people, well, you can't say anything because you're not black. Well, the problem with that thinking is, is, is that uh, I think we would agree that white people are, are the cause of this, right? The cause of racism is, is basically white people. We came in here and, and, and you know, Indians, uh, black people... Um, every, everybody had slaves back in the day. Black people owned slaves back in the day. That's how the, the, they came here. I just read the, bu- the book uh, Roots recently by Alex, Alex Haley, who uh, wrote the autobiography of um, Malcolm X. And in that, he shows, like, you know, that black people owned slaves in Africa. And then black people worked with white men to send slaves to America. Um, so it, 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 the world is deeply rooted in, 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 in slavery. Um, and, and it's, you know, people always say all the time, you know, like, well, it's been 400 years since slavery, nobody alive, you know, or 160 years now, um, 1865, I think, the, uh, Texas, you know, that's what they were talking about, the, you know, uh, June 13th, um, or 19th, or what, what, what was that? Juneteenth, Juneteenth, but anyways, lest I digress, um, 
Like nobody even alive right now what has ever been a slave, but the effects of slavery are still felt today. And that, that is very true. Um, but if you have any kind of issue with, you know, people have with Black Lives Matter isn't just isn't, you know, if you have an issue with Black Lives Matter, this is where I was going. You're automatically deemed or you don't agree with some parts of it because there's a lot of people. There's no organization within this this Black Lives Matter. You, back in the day, you had you had Malcolm X um, and, and you had you had Martin Luther King and they were they had different views on how they were going to do this. Um, uh, uh, you know, Malcolm X was aligned with the pro uh, Elijah, pro uh, Prophet Elijah Muhammad, um, and then they later, later had a breaking apart because, you know, uh, Malcolm X was very, very, um, um, he didn't like Martin Luther King. He didn't agree with how Martin Luther King uh, chose to peacefully protest. He had a completely different manner. He thought he sh it should be an aggressive and even violent manner in which, they, they, uh, in which black people took their freedom and demanded their their, their um uh, their freedoms. Um, and later on in life, just before he was killed, he started to soften on the idea and realized that he needed these allies. He needed Martin Luther King. He alienated the Prophet Muhammad and, and he wanted to, you know, make those French, uh, those connections to, to further the movement and shit like that. Um, but the problem is th those had organizations. If you wanted to talk, you know, you, to somebody with those movements, you had a leader that you could talk to that could speak on behalf of that. You don't have that here. You have people who, who, you know, NBA players and, and on the surface level, um, Black Lives Matter, that their views are completely different than these motherfuckers that are representing Black Lives Matter on the streets and shit. I mean, they're, 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 they're trying to, to shut down academia because there's not black people in science. So it's generally considered racist. Um, there's all sorts of, not defund the police, uh, there, there's uh, abolish the police movements within Black Lives Matter. There's all these other like sub-genres sub within it with all these other people who, who have conflicting views within the movement itself. You know, some people over here, you know, they, they have this surface level idea of it. And these other motherfuckers under here are like these, these selling dwelling motherfuckers who, up to, who are up to nefarious shit and have nefarious type ideas, deviant ideas and shit that they're trying to move forward. And they're clashing. And one side doesn't recognize the other side. And when you get on these ESPNs and stuff like that, you only get that surface level thing. You know, so if you, if you criticize at all, or even if you deviate, from what's considered the acceptable viewpoint in the least. You're going to be canceled. You ain't ever going to be on ESPN again. Uh, you're going to have to fucking send out uh, um, all kinds of apologies and shit. You know, um, th this Jacob Blake thing, man, this, this, this is hard, man. This is what I'm talking about. Because in situations like this, there's only accountability on one side, and that's the cops. There's no accountability. When we were talking about uh, uh, the Floyd in incident... Um, that, that shit, th there's no way around that. That was a, a, a evil, racist fucking cop that kneeled on a man's neck who was just selling, uh, who was just wanted for, um, uh, you know, uh, fraudulent checks or some shit. Some shit, when I used to work, at, I told you I used to be a prof professional snitch for Target. I used to be an undercover little, uh, uh, little loss prevention dude that would run around. We'd see that shit every fucking day. And I used to travel to go to every... I've literally been in every single Target. I've worked in every single Target in San Diego County. No matter. Black, uh, black cities, white cities, Mexican cities. It doesn't fucking matter. It was done everywhere. 
And for that guy to have his neck kneeled on for almost nine minutes, that shit's fucking wild. You ain't getting no arguments from me. But when you have a situation where somebody's involved in a domestic violence and is called there by his own family, friends, etc., for the cops to intervene because he's out of control and has a history of this, you know, and, and people say, well, going to the, to the place, the cops couldn't have known that he was, you know, he, had, he was wanted for uh, uh, sexual abuse of a 14-year-old, of a, of a minor. Yes, they absolutely could. It's called the CAD system, motherfuckers. Um, there's a computer in every car, car, cop car. They just type in the name, and they get all the information right there. Uh, last known address, um, known associates, uh, known spouses, children. Um, open warrants. That's how they know. They go back to their car. They run you. They, they'll even call back to the to other place. Dispatch is already telling them, hey, we're going, you're going to this house. The subject is, has been identified as this and this by the you know, RP, which is the reporting party. Be advised, he has, an open, he has an open warrant for such and such. So they know exactly what they're getting into. They can type into their little thing on their way o- over there or as they're pulling up or whenever before they take off, and they can see, okay, this guy has a violent history. He has domestic violences. He has all this. So you're already hyped up, right? I mean, you're, you're not going to go talk to some guy who, who, who's, you know, a fucking angel. You already know that. You know, everybody wants to portray these people, you know, afterwards that they, that they are. They're not. And nobody is. Nobody's a perfect person. And, a lot of, and just because you have a criminal record doesn't make you a terrible person. I get all that. You know, so, but when you listen to these, these uh, uh, shows and, 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 and TV and media, it's like, the cops were just driving around the neighborhood looking for black people to shoot. That's, what, that's how it makes it sound. Like, they just showed up. They had no right to be there. They were called there. Number one, they were called there based on the suspects who turned victim, the victim's behaviors. The victim's behaviors led his people that he associated with to call the cops to intervene on the situation because it was that out of control. Right? Then, at some point, when we see the first video, they're on the ground. Multiple cops are on the ground. And we'll get into this. It should have been done right then and there. We're talking about defund the police, all this bullshit, all this nonsense. That shit should have been done right there because you train these motherfuckers. These motherfuckers should be training. If they knew an ounce of jujitsu, that guy doesn't get up. And it doesn't even take four of them. It takes one of them. Two at most. I've been in these scraps, dog. I've used my jujitsu all the time when I worked at Target. Nobody got away. I went for fucking throats. I went for jugulars, motherfucker. I, rear naked. It was done. Arm triangles. It was fucking done, son. Guillotines. I landed them all. Never killed nobody. Nobody ever got away. Even when we found weapons on them afterwards, nothing. They never had a chance to get to them. This guy would have never had a chance. So what I'm telling you is this. This is two sides to this equation. There, there's lack of training on the co- officers. And then there's a guy who put himself in this situation, right? It's not just one side. It's not just these cops. But these cops, if they had any kind of skills to protect themselves, they could have they handled this guy on the ground right then and there. And he would have never got up. He would have never been tased, which they did tase him. It doesn't work. Listen, t- uh, tasers are as effective. They're the equivalent of using lie detector tests in, court t- uh, in courtroom testimonies. It's pointless. You can lie your ass off and still pass a fucking lie detector test. I've done it. I did it for a police department. 
I lied on seven of the nine questions they asked me. They ask you the same questions uh, three times in different orders. And you have to get them. I lied on seven of them because they each had to kind of do with each other. I passed. And you can tell the complete truth and fail. It tells you nothing. These things should not be in courtrooms. Tasers should not be on cops. They don't fucking work. I'm taser trained. You split the belt line. You split the belt. You split the belt line, huh, Ivanito? Ivanito, he knows about this shit. Those prongs gotta land both of them. They both gotta land clean. If they don't both land, only one has a connection. That shit doesn't shoot off. You'll hear the. That doesn't mean that the guy's being shocked. That just means that the there's voltage going through, but there's no connection, so that voltage isn't going into the human being. They both have to be in that. If one comes loose, one comes off, one breaks, one what, one misses. You know, guys wearing some thick pants, maybe it lands on a belt. Who knows? It's not going to work. It's not going to fucking work. So using a fucking taser, I don't know what we have to do. I'd rather use my fucking bare hands at that point. If, if I'm going to get into a fisticuff, that's fairly short range also. You know, you can, be, you can be, I don't know, 15, 20 feet away. But the further you get away, the, the least. So the closer the person is. They open up in a, in a Y shape, a revert, a, like a, a Y turned on its side. And the, so the farther it travels, the wider those two prongs get. So the closer the person is, the closer those prongs are, and the more um, accurate the shot will be. Unless it's point blank, then you're not going to have enough spread, right? So it's very, it's very tricky to land this shit. And you can't aim this. You can't, you can't get a fucking uh, a special scope to land this shit. This shit it, it's almost impossible to make that shit work. It's almost impossible unless you got somebody's entire back and you're like 10 feet away. And you got their entire exposed back or chest. But you don't aim at their chest. You, you aim for their, their belt. You want to split the belt. That's how you aim. You aim for the belt. One goes high, one goes low. Um, so that right there, man. That shit doesn't work. If these guys were trained in any better, they, they can wrestle this guy. They could get this guy in a fucking full Nelson and hold his ass down. You can get him in a fucking toehold. You can get him in. You can get him in any kind of WWE fucking uh, figure four. Uh, I don't even remember. You, you know the, the 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 fucking walls of Jericho on this motherfucker. You can do anything and hold this man down if you had any kind of physical training, any kind of skills. If you were going to a a, a fucking jujitsu class at least once a week, on minimum, on top of other training throughout the week. This guy would have never been able to get up and walk away and do all that shit. So strike one against the cops. But my man, this dude is being told multiple times to stop resisting. He's going to be put under arrest. Anybody who gets called for a, on a domestic violence, you're going, you're going away. If it's the dude, unless there's marks on your face and you can prove that she did it, you're going away. If there's a loud argument and throw and, and, and the neighbors call and they, they think that they suspect there's a, they have to take somebody away. They're going to take the dude away. You have to go away. It's like a DUI, the same shit. You don't get to walk away. Now, the, they'll, they'll show you, you know, people will, will, will dig through the crates and find the one time that these cops, especially these dudes in L.A. recently, let some fucking drunk ass white dude go. That's just terrible fucking cops. They're just pieces of shit that never should have, that weren't qualified to be cops in the, in, to begin with. You got a guy stumbling around and you let him just walk off from a DUI. I've never heard of that. You go to jail. You, you go straight to jail to sleep it off. But this guy, you know, he comes out here. He, 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 he fucking, uh, he fights with the cops. 
gets up. They're telling him to stop. They all have their guns on. I don't know. There's four or five of these dudes with guns pointed at him, and he just he completely ignores their commands. That shows me right there. If you're willing to fight cops, in another instant we had a dude grab the taser off a cop. You're willing to take a fucking weapon off of a cop. Uh, uh, cop. That's a dangerous mindset, homies. That's a dangerous mindset. Now he's going into a vehicle. He's either going to do uh, one of two things. He's either, A, getting in the vehicle to flee, possibly use it as a weapon to run over or hit cops or anybody in the vicinity. And now if he gets away in a vehicle, he's a danger to everybody because now you have a high-speed chase. So now everybody that's on the, on the road is now in danger. You with your child uh, driving you know, to, to, to fucking Dairy Queen is now in trouble because this guy is fucking disobeying you know, laws and, and, and flying and fleeing from the cops. Or two, he's going to retrieve something. What do you keep in glove boxes? What do you keep under your seat? What do you keep on the seat? What do you keep in the, in, in the glove compa- uh, you know, in the, in the little dash right next to your arm? And in this situation, I don't know if it's clear. I don't think it matters, you know, whether he had the knife before. I think he was reaching for the knife on the floorboard. I think there was a knife in there, and that's what he was reaching for. Regardless, if you're willing to do all these things, you're in a, de- you're in a very dangerous, dangerous mind state. And not only that, now you're getting into a car where who knows what the fuck is going on in that car, what you have in that car. Now, I don't know what led that cop to fire at that point, but to completely absolve somebody of their own behavior and say, you know, it's just because these white cops were racist that this guy shot, it's crazy, it's ludicrous. You still have to hold this gentleman accountable for all of his actions that led to that. He had multiple opportunities to not let it lead to that. And I know I can hear some people yelling, you know, uh, uh, oh, just comply, right? And then, they'll, you know, they'll show you a, a fucking 15-second video here and there of, of somebody who did comply and a dickhead fucking cop, you know, still beat the shit out of him. I understand that happens. There's shitty people in every walk of life. You could go to a, a fucking guest services at this Target down the street. And the motherfucker is an asshole. You can go to the guest service, you know, down the other street, and, and it, it's amazing. You get your money back and you have no problems. That's just how this works. There's shitty people that are also cops, and that'll never go away. No matter how stringent, no matter the training, there will still be shitty people doing, doing jobs, doing a shitty job, right? So it, it quickly turns into cops shooting black people like every single cop in America would have shot that guy. That's what they, it, 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 the narrative sounds like. Every cop in America would have shot that guy. And they show you a, a video of a, a white cop with a, 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 you know, confronting a, a, a white dude with a knife. And he never shoots him. And he gives him all day to you know, drop the knife and shit like that. And they, say, and, and they make it sound like every single cop in America would have let that white dude live. I know for a fact. I know cops who would have shot that fucking white dude dead right where he was too. So we make every cop, you know, in America now is responsible for this dude being shot. Every cop is responsible in America for letting this dude walk. And that's what it turns into. It's turned into a surface level uh, black-white thing, divide, which that's what, that's what one side of this, this coin wants. That's what, that's what these higher-ups want, motherfuckers. They want that divide. Why? Because it keeps your eyes off of them and all their sex trafficking and all the fucking foolery, tomfoolery they're up to. They want that divide. So they'll let these fucking, they want these motherfuckers, they want these narratives. The divide. That's what they fucking want. Instead of holding this gentleman accountable and using it as a teachable moment 
for other people in the black community saying, hey, given the environment, given uh, 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 the climate that we're in right now with cops, we can't live in a, uh, uh, in a, in a world that we wished existed. We can only live in the world that does exist. Should it be this way? No, but it is this way. Right now, it's dangerous to be pulled over and have confrontations or any kind of encounters with cops if you're a black man or woman. Given that climate and that knowledge, you think that the message would be spread, just do whatever it takes to get out of there alive. Do whatever the fuck it say. Well, they'll still shoot you of this. Okay, well, if they have to literally, if you get on the ground with your hands above your head and they walk up behind you and put a bullet in the back of your head, well, that motherfucker's going to get the chair. There's no way around that one. They're going to beat you. It's going to be a rare occasion. If you get on the fucking ground, whether it's in the right or wrong, sue their motherfucking asses if it's in the wrong. If you can prove they discriminated against you, all this other stuff, sue their asses. But more importantly, live. Fucking live. Go to and tell your story. Live to tell your story. That's what the match. Listen, should the cops have killed him? Or they didn't even kill him. They shot him, you know, a, a bunch. Maybe he lives, maybe he dies, maybe he never walks again. Should that have happened? No, because they should have had better, better training so he never even was able to get up to go into that car. But did that guy do absolutely everything wrong? Did, he, did, his, did his actions lead to that? Absolutely. His actions led to them being called there in the first place. They weren't just driving around and saw him. They were called there. And if every cop in America would have shot him, why didn't the other four cops that were there shoot him? Four cops weren't going to shoot him. And the other guy wasn't going to shoot him, didn't want to shoot him until he got in the car and was reaching for some shit that he couldn't wait. You're going to wait until the gun's pointed at you? That's what y'all motherfuckers want to sound like. You think it's fucking easy, like you have all this time to, to fucking think all this shit through. These motherfuckers got wife and kids at home. They have a split second to decide if they, to make a decision that's going to decide whether they get to go see them again at the end of the day. It's not fucking easy. And if this, this guy didn't put himself in that fucking, this ain't the guy, homies. If you guys are looking for, uh, if we're looking for us, if we're looking for uh, ways to advance the movement, you got, you got you to gotta be damn well sure the faces that you're putting on there are fucking legit. This, this ain't the fucking guy. My man was wanted for the sexual assault of a 14-year-old. The fucking documents are online. You don't want to read that shit. It's kind of foul. It's pretty foul what this fucking guy was up for. Now, does being a dirtbag mean you get to get shot by the cops? No. But when you do that shit, and then you make that shit, that guy, with all the issues that he fucking has, the face of the fucking movement, you want that to be the face? You want a guy... I think it was one of the, the, the ex-girlfriend's daughters or some shit who's accused of some shit like that. I know it's accused, but he had a warrant out for it. There's got to be pretty good evidence to have a warrant out for your arrest for something. So you just got to be careful. That's what, that's what we want? I mean, I would think the opposite would be true. I think you, you would come out here and you would say, listen, this man handled this the completely wrong way. He could have done A, B, and C. And you could still say, and you could still hold the co cops accountable for their lack of training. But to just turn it into this guy got shot because he was, he was a black dude by some white racist cops, that's, that's never, ever, ever going to fix anything. That's never going to do anything. Both sides of this equation are, are, should be held responsible. And it's like, 
if that's your daughter that this dude is accused of doing this shit for, you know, everybody's like, he was shot seven times. Why seven times? Because you're fucking scared. And it's not like the movies where you shoot somebody and they just fucking drop dead. Number one, maybe he shouldn't have been scared. I don't know. But listen, if that's my daughter this motherfucker's accused of doing this shit with, I'm not asking why seven shots. I'm asking how many were left in the clip and why weren't those spent also? If that was my fucking daughter, if that was your fucking daughter, you're asking how many were left in that fucking clip. Not why did he shoot him seven times. If that was your fucking daughter, I can guarantee that. You know, they say, say her name, say his name, say her name. If she truly was a victim, I know you can't say minors' names, but still. You said his name. You said this dude, this dude, Jacob Blake's name enough times. All over ESPN, all over Fox, you know, sports. I don't watch all the CNNs and shit like that, but I'm sure the name, the name has been said plenty of times. He's wanted for some nefarious shit. You've been saying his name. What about his victims' names? We're getting into these weird gray areas. You got to acknowledge on both sides. And you can't convict every single cop of saying they would, every single cop would have done the exact same thing in this situation. No, some cops actually know what the fuck they're doing. And they would have slammed that motherfucker on his head from the get-go. And then that would have been a whole nother situation because here they were slamming a guy on his head who resisted and fought them. And what was tased, but it didn't work. You know, so they're damned if they do before. They were fucked before they even showed up to the call. And I'm just showing you, man, I'm not on any side. I, I, I'm, I'm for the equal treatment of black people. You've seen me on here, man. I, I'm, I'm fucking for the fucking culture. But you also got to hold people accountable for their fucking actions. You can't just pretend it didn't fucking happen. I mean, you see Shannon Sharp on here. I love that dude. I fucking love Shannon Sharp. But if I was on that show, I'd ask Shannon. I, I, I'd say, seriously, Shannon. I don't know if Shannon Sharp has a, a son or, or, or a daughter. I don't know if he has any kids, actually. Um, he seems like a, a, a true player. He seems like he, he's smashing all sorts of little Bettys and shit. But I would just ask Shannon Sharp this. If your son is walking down the street and he's F5'd by a cop, you know, field, uh, field interviewed, um, or he's stopped by a cop for, for any, any, any reason, you know, looks like this guy that, you know, they get a call, you know, for some guy who, walk, who, who robbed the Quickie Mart you know, wearing a red t-shirt and black pants, and his son happens to be wearing black, uh, a red t-shirt, black pants, and um, they stop him. What's your advice, Shannon Sharp, to your son who just got stopped? What's your advice to him? Is it going to be cooperate? Do everything they ask you to fucking do. Give them your identification. Give them your fucking number. You're going to be angry. You did nothing wrong. You're coming from down the park. You were shooting some hoops and you did absolutely nothing wrong. And now here these cops, because you're, you're getting stopped for no fucking reason other than in your mind that you're black. And they're just using the guys that you look like some other guy. In reality, they might actually, that might actually be the case. So there's these conflicting sides already, right? There, something's got to give here in this situation. What are you telling him? Given this climate that we're in, what, do you, what is Shannon Sharp going to tell his son? Cooperate. The most important thing is that you survive this encounter and you come home. Worst case, we go and we'll sue them motherfucking asses. We'll sue the fucking police department. We'll do whatever the fuck we have to do, but you do whatever you have to do to fucking get home. I don't think... I'm, I'm almost 100% sure that Shannon Sharp is not going to say, oh, 
Don't listen to a fucking thing they said. You're innocent, so fuck them. Uh, fight them if they try to arrest you. Um, get up, walk away from them after you fought them, and try to get in a vehicle and drive away. I don't think he's going to mention any of those things to his son. He's not going to say run away. He's not going to say fight them, try to get their fucking taser and tase them with that shit. I don't think he's going to do any of that. I think he's going to say, just fucking comply, right? Just fucking comply because what's the worst thing that happens? You're going to walk away. You can, I, we can be over here, whoa, there's no, I understand that. Very rare occasions. Chances are you're going to fucking walk away from that. You can go to social media. You can go wherever you want and bring light to this shit, especially if you think it was up, these, do up, these dudes doing some delinquent-ass shit as cops and abusing their badge and shit. Put them on fucking blast. But your, 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 your fucking, your vice is not going to be what Jacob Blake did. And matter of fact, in this Jacob Blake situation, and you and your son are sitting here watching the news, you probably say, son, don't do that shit. He shouldn't have been shot. It could have been handled a different way. This dude uh, was up to no fucking good in the first place. And then on top of that, he exacerbated the situation by doing all the wrong things. And those escalated every single thing that led to him being shot. His actions led them to be there in the first place. His actions led it to be escalated to that point. Those cops had every opportunity to shoot that guy before, long before he even tried to get in. If he didn't get in the car and was just walking down the street, I think these cops would have just fucking like paralleled him with their guns aimed at him the whole way down unless he made a move for him. Who knows? They all look scared, man. You're taking human emotions out of a, a, a fucking crazy job. You're not going to tell your son, Shannon Sharp, to go brandish a knife at the cops. You're not going to go tell him to go grab a knife. Go grab the, uh, the, the nearest weapon you know you have. So, I, you know, that's what I would ask. Um, and, and it's just a complete lack of accountability on, on, on the subject's part. Like, you still can hold that man accountable and you can use this... Um, as a teachable moment. This is a teaching moment for everybody. Like, this is not, this is what not to do. Don't pretend it didn't happen. Don't pretend that, you know, it, he had nothing to do. He was just a completely innocent dude that was on the sidewalk and the cops just rolled up on him and, and, and started fucking with him. We're asking things to change, right? Everything's about change. Well, this has to change too. We have to start having accountability on both sides. We know, uh, the, the, especially given the, the, the fucking climate, it's just not as simple as murderous, racist cops, you know, all over the street. And, and, and when you say shit like I'm saying, if somebody had said this shit on ESPN, they'd never be on ESPN again. They would have cut them off. They would have done one of those emergency uh, countdown things, you know, like when, when, when there's a nuclear bomb about to go off and it would have been like fucking static or some shit. And they would have just cut and gone straight to commercial and kicked my motherfucking ass. They would have thrown my ass out that bitch uh, 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 like Jazzy Jeff on, on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and shit. I'd have been out the motherfucking door. Uncle Phil tossing my ass out by the seat of my pants. And, and it would be victim shaming. You're vi no. It's not victim shaming. It's called accountability. It's, it's called holding somebody accountable to their motherfucking actions. Um... Instead, we let people like, you know, we, LeBron James, we, 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 we want to hear what does LeBron James have to say. Like, what, what made LeBron James, 
like qualified to be, you know, he's not fucking Confucius or he's not Martin Luther King Jr. He's none of these guys. He's, he's a basketball player. And that's not just the saying shut up and dribble shit. Don't go that route. I'm just saying, like, we try to force these people who are good at this, at a sport, just because they're, they're like the face of something huge, we automatically think that they have these, like, fucking uh, uh, mind-blowing, you know, game-changing, world-changing views of something that nobody's ever had before. It's not the case. We try to force them. This is what Michael Jordan got, you know, uh, shat on for during his career. He would never talk about political things. And most of it, if you saw the, the, the documentary, was because he's like, I didn't have any thoughts on it. <clears throat> I didn't have anything profound to say or add to the conversation. Just because I'm Michael Jordan, I'm supposed, I have to say some shit. I have to add to it. I, I, don't, I had nothing. And it can be that. You don't have to, just because you're the greatest thing, have these profound, you know, social thoughts. But we've, we've forced people into these things. And, and, and we, we, oh, what, what's he going to say? What's it? And, and you've seen now with the, with the basketball coming and going, you know, the rumor is, is that, you know, behind the lines, the players were fed up with Braun and, and him telling them what to do and all this shit like that. But... This shit's got to change, man. We, we, we got we to start, you know, acknowledging the fact that there are two sides of the equation here, man. And, and, and every time a, a white person gets involved, you, you know, he's, you're, not, you're not white. You don't get the... Well, the other side is true, too. You're not a cop, right? If you can come at me with the, uh, you know, you can't speak on this because you're white. You've never been black. Well, you've never been a cop. You've never, won, you've never walked one beat. You've never arrested one person. You give some motherfucker, <clears throat> some of these people over here, on the, uh, you know, a, a badge for a day and tell, go arrest these motherfuckers. See how that works out for them. See how that works out for them. The first time they have to go to something like a, a, a dangerous fucking situation. We'll see how they handle it. And I talked about it before, man. We need people to police their own. We need people who look like the people they're policing to be doing the policing. We need more black people as cops. We absolutely do. And how do we do that? I don't know. I don't know how we... But I, I mentioned here a couple episodes ago, here in San Diego, for a long time, and maybe even still now, they had billboards. They had... The, the sheriffs were hiring strictly females. They just wanted females. Recruiting females. That was, that was all, these billboards all over the fucking city. Recruit. Brown and, 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 and black people. We, got, we have to figure out. It's just like, you know, that I was seeing too. It's like, there's like, well, why aren't black people interested in baseball? It's kind of the same thing. You know, why aren't black people interested in law enforcement? We got to figure that out. We got to figure that out. We got to get more people in there, um, you know, to help the situation. You know, to add that diversity. Add that. If there's a black cop there who understands this kid's plight, where this dude came from, Maybe grew up in a similar situation, has seen this kind of thing. But not only that, this guy kind of, you know, sees a, a somewhat familiar face. This guy, a, a black officer, probably has a better chance to, to relate to him, build rapport with him instantly, and talk him down. And avoid this situation altogether. Instead, we give him, you know, the cops, there's no training. They have no de-escalation uh, uh, skills at all. Just, like I said before, they're only people who have never been laid on a car payment, who've never been fired from a job. That's what they are. They're perfect people on a Word document. That's what they're looking for. I've literally been told that they'll, you, you, you get people applying for these jobs, and they literally just put through who, 
on paper looks like they can get through a background test. That's who gets, in the state of California, that's who gets these, these police officer jobs. And so it's, it's hard growing up, you know, black and not have anything on your record. You know what I mean? So that's part of the fucking problem. But we need black people to be involved in, in, in policing. Um, you, you see some black officers, you know, being outspoken and they're, they're kind of caught. I, you can imagine being a black police officer, how difficult that shit is. That's got to be fucking wild. But you keep letting the, letting the media uh, portray this shit as a, a strict black and white thing. They, they're pitting us against each other and that's what they want because especially the fucking... These, these senators and these governors and all these motherfuckers, they need this shit because it's keeping your eyes off of them. You see all this sex trafficking that's going on, motherfuckers? You seeing all this shit every day? I mean, in Atlanta, Georgia, they rescued like 40 fucking people, 25 in Ohio. They all have all these kind of weird connections. There's, you've seen the Epstein shit. You know, the Clinton found, you know, Bill Clinton's involved in all these senators, a ton of these senators and Hollywood A-listers are involved in this shit. And as long as you're over here and you guys are fighting each other who make up the fucking 99.9% of the population that could overthrow us elite motherfuckers that are over here doing nefarious ass shit, you could overthrow us in a minute if you were fucking together and united. Instead, we want you to... Here, another black guy got shot by a racist fucking cop. Go! You see what they did in, in, in fucking uh, uh, in, uh, Australia? This shit isn't just in, in, in California. Let me pull this shit up. Australia has made it a crime to name pedophile abusers. Sexual assault survivors face jail in Australia if they publicly identify themselves under a new law. This is it. The elite know the truth. Know the truth is coming, and they are trying to protect themselves from their own crimes. That's what's going on here. So think about that. You're, uh, if, if you were a, a, a sexual assault survivor, you couldn't even say shit about it. Or you go to jail. Because a lot of these motherfuckers are involved in it. So they'll make a law to protect them fucking selves. Which is how Epstein got off the first fucking time. And went another 10 years raping little girls. And, and bringing his A-list uh, celebrities and, and fucking... Uh, um, uh, Senate people and congressmen uh, through there, the fucking prince of England or some shit was there. That's how this shit happens because they want you to be divided on this bullshit. They know it's bullshit. They want you to be in the streets doing some bullshit, fighting each other. That's what the fuck they want. Instead, we focus on every little difference we have and we have 90, you know, almost everything in common. We have the same enemies and we don't even realize it. We have the exact same people. That are our fucking enemies holding us all down, and we're over here fighting on some fucking bullshit. All sorts of sex trafficking. Motherfuckers coming out of the woodworks now talking about they got, got abducted at the local Sunoco, at the, at the fucking Love's truck stop and shit. Just literally being thrown in vans and shit and driven off and never seen again. This is some crazy shit that's going on right now, man. Um, but that's what they want, man. And, 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 and you're giving it to them. You know... Um, I've said it before too, man. The whole system is fucking broken. The fact that it's a two-party, two parties, it's a, a fucking popularity contest. And you can only be a part of the competition, the popularity contest, if you have enough money to be a part of it. And that leaves, and whoever's candidate gets picked, they're cool, but the other person's candidate, 
that leaves 50% of the population or close to it with no representation. Feeling like they're just being completely ignored. So every, every election, that's how it is. 50% of America feels neglected and whoever's in the White House doesn't represent them and they're going unheard. And, and we, we, we have this fucking system that was created 300 years ago by motherfuckers who wore wigs to cover up their, their syphilis, who burned people at the stakes and called them witches. We still use the shit that they set up. Who enslaved black people. Who fucking murdered, raped, pillaged, uh, systematically uh, destroyed and, and moved across and, 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 and put it basically into huge internment camps, Indians or Native Americans. We let those motherfuckers create this system that these motherfuckers had wooden teeth back then. These motherfuckers... They didn't fucking wipe their ass. They took a bath once every fucking month. And we still... They could never imagine the fucking internet. A cell phone. Cars. Planes. These fuckers traveled around on mules and shit. Covered wagons. And we still use that shit? That's some craziness. That's craziness of of itself. You have a system that alienates 50% of the people. Now, there's no system you can create that'll include 100%. But we get to this point right now where there's no gray level. You're either on the left or you're on the right. If you say something that, you know, these people on the right identify with, that you're automatically thrown over there. Even though maybe 90% of your shit is right in the middle and another, you know, or 75% of it is on the left side, you're thrown over there. And if you have something that's, you know, like, you know what, yeah, I, I, Black Lives Matter. Well, you're a leftist, all this bullshit. There's no in-between now. There's no gray area. Everybody is in the gray area. Most issues are in between those two polar opposites. Polar opposites create all problems in life. Extremes create all the problems in life. Religion is, gr- is great until you have extremists who take that shit and make it their own meaning for their own reasons and, and kill people and do all sorts of ter- terrorist acts and all sorts of shit, right? Religion has been the cause of every single conflict in, 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 in fucking ever. This is the history of fucking time. Listen, I'm fucking done. What do you want me to fucking do? I'm just, I just had to fucking come on here and, and just fucking yip-yap, man. I, I, I'm sorry. Just, I, you know, I see a lot of this shit, and I, I'm on both sides, man. I see both sides of the coin, man, and, that, that, and I know I think a lot of people do. But you're not allowed to say anything that, that at all is not 100% on one side or the other. <clears throat> Could you imagine somebody saying any of that being like, yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> Uh, Jacob Blake, you know, did, you know, you know, kind of fight the cops and not listen to him and all that shit. You know, that kind of, you know, could have been seen as, you know, skirt, go to commercial, never see that motherfucker again. Ostracized, shamed all over the Internet, racist, bigot, all this shit. If you don't completely come out and be like, yep, those cops are racist. Every fucking cop in America is racist and every single cop in America would have shot that fucking guy and every single cop in America would have let that fucking guy, that white guy over there, walk away. And if you don't have that fucking, you, you can't come on here. You can't have anything else. Nah, man, I think that takes, I think that delegitimizes the movement. I think that counteracts the movement, man, that, that, that takes away from the credibility of the fucking movement. If you want to maintain the, the credibility of the movement, you got to hold yourself accountable as well. You can do that and still have a point 
still and still hold cops accountable and yourself yes these cops were in the wrong but our gentlemen also here who's our all of our gentlemen over here was also in the wrong it shouldn't have gotten that far should have never gotten that far but it did but nobody you're gonna see on, on fucking tv or anything is ever gonna say that shit moody will fuck it moody well, i got six listeners the fuck i care y'all gonna fucking boycott me the world's uh, uh, fucking smallest protests and shit. And of course you see uh, these motherfuckers take right to the fucking streets. They, they, they get nothing. Do you know these motherfuckers didn't look at anything other than, oh, somebody was shot? A black dude was shot? Oh, yeah? Was it by a white cop? Oh, it was? All right, let's go. We're gone. That's it. We're fucking tearing up our city. That's what we're going to fucking do. Let's get into some fucking fight talk shit, man. Let's fucking get into some fight talk. I'm just going to go through the main event this week. I'm going to be real quick with this shit. What, what happened in the last one, man? Um, Robbie Lawler is done. Robbie Lawler is done, man. What, what, how disappointing was that shit? Fuck, man. We getting, that fucking, we getting that fucking cable TV Robbie Lawler and not that direct TV ruthless Robbie Lawler. We ain't getting that motherfucker ever again, man. I don't know, man. I, I always wanted, I always thought that Robbie, a couple years ago, they should have fought, they should have done the Nick Diaz rematch, a classic fucking rematch. I would still be down for that. And then Robbie retire. If you can get Nick Diaz out of retirement to fight Robbie Lawler, I would take that shit. But that shit was hard to watch. And then we had Anthony Smith versus um, Alexander Rakic. I know I didn't put my, my picks on wax, but, you know, I do write, since I'm the, now the uh, MMA guru, I do write a, a fucking newsletter for FanDuel every fucking, every fucking card. I had Rocket winning this shit. Um, he's huge. He's fucking, he's a fucking monster. If any, any of y'all saw the fight, this dude is a killer. He could have he killed Anthony Smith on the feet. He could have finished that easily on the feet in any round. I don't know why he took him down. He just wanted to secure a victory, I guess, for some reason or another. But Rockage is a motherfucking problem. With John Jones going to uh, heavyweight, I think Ngannou is going to fight Stipe next. So that, that's interesting for what, you know, who fights. You know, they're talking maybe Brock comes over and fights uh, um, John Jones. That's fucking crazy. Um, who knows? I, I mean, who, know, who knows? I had, a, I had a name in mind, but I've been blazed up all, all, all fucking morning, so I can't remember it. But now the light heavyweight division is wide fucking open. You have Blakovich fighting uh, Reyes. Um, Glover Teixeira was supposed to fight uh, Tiago uh, Santos, who's making his comeback after two knee surgeries, after beating John Jones and getting robbed in his last fight. He was, they were supposed to main event next weekend, but that just got canceled today. And now Michelle Watterson versus uh, Angela Hill is now the main event, which is the second worst main event in the history of the fucking sport, second only to Jessica I and Cynthia Calvillo last month. Um, but those two were supposed to fight. That would have probably been the next um, heavyweight champion. But this guy, I mean, fuck, man, if I, I, I'm... I'm giving Santos to Rockage, and I'm making that fucking fight the main event. I'm making Rockage versus uh, Tiago Santos. That's what I'm making. If Glover's out, put that motherfucker. Give us that. That shit is fucking wild. But Rockage is that dude. Rockage could very easily win that fucking title. Uh, whoever wins the belt between uh, Reyes and Blakowicz, Jan Blakowicz, they get in the ass eight. They're getting the ass ate. That, that, that title is going to change hands a lot, but Rockage, Alexander Rockage is eating either one of them motherfuckers' asses. He'd eat Glover's ass. He'd eat Santos' ass. All Bruno. Sensually, seductively, by candlelight. Throw them motherfuckers up on the koala station. Change that motherfucking diaper type shit. 
Overeem versus Sakai this weekend, man. This is, listen, I got, I got, I've gone back and forth. I've gone back and back and forth on this. This is Augusto Sakai, dude. He ain't a world beater, but he's got heavy fucking hands, man. He's got heavy fucking hands. He's never seen a vegetable before in his life. Um, probably not any fruits or anything like that. Um, he's never missed a meal in his life. That's for fucking sure. But he's got heavy fucking hands. Heavy hands. And he can knock anybody out at any time. And Alistair Overeem's chin is mad suspect. But Alistair Overeem is just, I think he's just got enough experience. You know, he uses some weird-ass wrestling now. He's got the ugliest wrestling in MMA, but he gets it done sometimes. And so, I'm, and, But what scares me about this fight is everybody's sleeping on Augusto Sakai. Everybody's saying, why the fuck would this, they make this fight and all that? And I, I could kind of see it because Augusto Sakai is like literally two fights removed from the Dana White's Contender Series. But uh, this, I think this is his third fight since then. But, I, I mean, fuck, dude. Um, you know, Alistair Overeem ain't the same dude that he used to be. I mean, he almost got knocked out by uh, Walt Harris in the fucking first 15 seconds of their last fight. Walt Harris, isn't he, he ain't that fucking great. Augusto Sakai can knock out Walt Harris. So, uh, he's not a huge underdog via odds. I think he was only like minus 135. It's kind of whatever. Um, but... Nobody from, you know, the shows I listen to, the Anakin Florian to, to the fucking, you know, Sure Dog and all that shit. I want to check. Nobody's giving Augusto Sakai any respect on this. I, I, I can't. I, I damn near want to pick Augusto Sakai. But I'm going to go with Alistair Overeem. I think he's going to get it done in a decision, maybe a late TKO if Augusto Sakai can't go fucking five rounds because he's huge. It looks like he has decent cardio for three-round fights, but that five-round shit is a different ballgame. OSP is uh, fighting Alonzo Menafield. This is this is a fucking banger, dude. This is a fucking banger. Uh, OSP comes out uh, pussyfooting in that first round. He's going he's going fucking sleep number sleep number therapy. He's going snooze time, homeboys. Alonzo Menafield's a motherfucker, but if he gets past that, he's gonna gas the fuck out. No Vincent Peru can you know get the fight to the ground, control top position, clinch, push him up against the cage, just grind him the fuck out, and he should win that fight. This dude Michelle uh, Pereira Lima. Keep your eye on this dude. This dude's a Cirque du Soleil fucking freak motherfucker. He's the guy that fought, um, he got disqualified. I can't remember what for, for against Diego Sanchez a few months ago. But this dude came out in, in his UFC debut doing backflips, doing like a whole U.S. Uh, gymnastics tumbling floor routine. No bullshit. He did a backflip guard pass and landed on top of dude. Like it was fucking sick. This dude literally came out doing backflips and cartwheels and jumping off the cage and doing jump. He knocks people the fuck out. Problem is, is he gasses out because he's doing all this fucking trapeze shit swinging from the ceiling. He gasses himself out real quick. So, you know, he's lost a couple fights. But this dude is, is box office. This dude puts on a motherfucking show. He's fighting this dude, Zalem uh, Imadayev, who, who, you know, Ayevs or Lavs, you know, the, the last name that ends in A-E-V or L-O-V. You know they're fucking killers. This guy isn't quite, he's probably one of the wackest uh, Dagestani type, uh, Dagestani fighters. Um, but, you know, he's got the game. He can get him to the ground. He can outlast, you know, Michelle Pereira. I'm going to say Michelle Pereira. He's got a first-round knockout. Brian Kelleher's fighting Kevin Natividad. That's a late replacement uh, who's replacing Ricky Simone. Uh, that would have been a hell of a fight. Brian Kelleher should win that shit. Tiago Moises versus Jalen Turner. That's an actual – this is the last fight on the main card. Um, 
Jalen Turner's a motherfucker. A long, lean. Problem is he doesn't uh, he doesn't always strike long. He he, he kind of shortens his strikes up and and, and kind of squares his shoulders and shit. Um, not the greatest ground games. Tiago Moises, you know, doesn't have very good hands. He ain't crazy active on the top position, but he should probably be able to get enough takedowns uh, to grind Jalen Turner out. Um, so decent card. Uh, the undercard, you know, has has this dude name. Uh, I'll give you a name to watch. Where's he at? Alexander Romanov. This motherfucker is huge. He's like a Viking Russian. He's fucking massive. He comes shot out of a motherfucking cannon. He's like Pereira. He's, he's fucking howling at the moon. He's off the leash shitting on lawns. Wild ass motherfucker. This dude, pay attention to him in, in, in the uh, undercard. I think he's like the second fight of the night. Alexander Romanov. This dude throws bombs. Uh, he's like a, a slightly more in shape Roy Nelson. Uh, but throws kicks. Slams people through the fucking canvas. Belly to back suplexes motherfuckers. Uh, he's fucking wild. He's fighting another huge dude in Marcos Rogerio de Lima, um, who's got, you know, huge heavy hands, but he's sloth. He's got that sloth speed. He's going to have a hard time in this one. I think Alexander Romanov is going to whoop that motherfucking ass. So keep your eyes on that shit. Um, and then we can, hopefully I'll be back, you know, next week or, or, or the week after, and we'll, we'll get into some other shit. We got, uh, what, what else do we got coming up? We were supposed to have Glover versus Santos, but we ain't getting that no more. Um... Then we have Woodley, I think. Woodley versus Covington. That's just going to be an ass eater right there. Fucking, I don't know why Woodley's trying to fight Kobe Covington. As much shit as I've talked about Kobe Covington on this goddamn podcast, uh, I ain't trying to fight the dude. That dude's, uh, that dude can fight. Kobe Covington can fight. T. Woodley hasn't, hasn't showed up to a fight in like four years, so I, I don't know why the fuck they're doing that shit. And then after that, September 26th, I will for sure be doing a show for this one. Adesanya versus Paulo Costa. The last style bender versus Paulo Costa. I'm leaning towards Costa, motherfuckers. I know. I'm leaning towards Costa, though. Um, nah, fuck it. I'm going to save that shit. I'm, uh, but I, I don't know where I'm going to go yet. I'm, I'm 50-50, but I'm leaning Costa, man. Uh, he's a motherfucker. I thought he lost to Yoel Romero, though, in his last fight. I thought Yoel got robbed 2-1. to one. He won that shit. He won the last two rounds. Um, but he got the title shot anyways, and he didn't do anything with it. So um, Costa is definitely the guy that, you know, this is going to be a hell of a fucking fight at middleweight. Um, but that's it, motherfuckers. What do you want from me, man? I came out here. I spilled my heart, put my heart on the fucking on the podcast for y'all motherfuckers. That's how I do it. That's just how I do it, man. I try to, I try to be in between, and maybe, you know, maybe I'm just, you know, out of touch or some shit, or I just don't get it. I, I don't fucking know, but... Uh, you know, so we had to get into some deep shit today. We had, you know, uh, you can't ignore the goings-ons that's going on. They, uh, the, the goings-ons that's going-on. Um, we also had the COVID shit. Uh, I don't know if y'all saw, but the CDC updated um, their numbers. Basically, what people were saying that was, you know, being, you know, brushed off as conspiracy theorist shit, that they were fudging the numbers, hospitals were fudging numbers, it was completely accurate. They were literally taking people who died in a car accident you know, got, got smashed in the center of divide by a fucking 16-wheeler. Uh, if they tested them for COVID and they had COVID, they, instead of, you know, being decapitated being the reason they died, it was COVID was the reason that they died. And they were doing this for all sorts of deaths. It turns out that only 6% of the hundreds of thousands that they said have died from COVID over the world have actually died from just COVID. And, like, Almost 50% of those have been extremely elderly people past 65 years old, like 55 to 75 or some shit like that. There's only been like 300 deaths worldwide for people like, uh, you know, teens to like 25. 
um, slightly more than that, you know, my age range, 25 to 40-ish range. Um, and, and the numbers are just so fucking like a thousand from 40 to, to, to 50 or some shit like that. It's, it's just the numbers are so fucked up, man. Um, so you can see why half this is another thing. Like, do I think that COVID is, is, is fake? No. Do I think we've been told the truth about it? No. If you go back and look at do a little bit of this sh- uh, little little history on, on the Spanish flu of 1918. It wasn't the Spanish fucking flu. It got named the Spanish flu because the people in Spain, by the time it got to Spain via soldiers being sent to Europe from America to fight in World War I, they actually believe that the Spanish flu originated somewhere near Kansas in, in, in the mid, uh, mid-eastern part of, of the United, or the middle section, I don't know, of the United States. And the war effort is what spread it to, to Europe. Basically, um, I forget who was the fucking um, Wilson. Woodrow Wilson? Woodrow Wilson, I believe, was the, the president at the time, I want to say. But anyways, they were shipping these people, uh, our, our soldiers, on, uh, clo- uh, like thousands on these ships, close quarters. I mean, you can look at, you can Google the pictures. I mean, there's standing room only on the decks of these fucking ships. I don't even know where they fucking slept and shit. But... They actually, you know, uh, uh, um, doctors and, and people studying diseases and shit were saying that you can't send these, you can't send these these soldiers overseas like this in this condition. You can't send them. They're too close. You're gonna, you're, they're, they're gonna fucking die. It's a death sentence sending them on these ships. Um, but then the admiral of the navy, you know, got in Woodrow Wilson's ear and said, "We we we're gonna lose. We have to we have to have these soldiers." You have to. You cannot stop them from from traveling via these boats. We have to have them on there. So they sent them to these boats. Thousands, tens of thousands, die, or were sick. You know, didn't even make it onto the battlefield. But not only that, they spread it throughout Europe. The war effort. You know, you come in contact, so it spread throughout Europe. Spain was the first to acknowledge that it was actually a, a fucking flu that they knew nothing about, and 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 were actually being real with how many people were dying. In America, they completely ignored it. They 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 completely ignored it pretended it didn't exist didn't acknowledge it at all because it would have hurt the war effort they didn't want to 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 kill the morale and saying like hey you know you if you're a soldier and you know there's this pandemic going around that's killing literally 50 over 50 million people worldwide by the end of it you're probably like no i'm not getting on this boat and going overseas with all these other motherfuckers. But you can see the pictures back then. It's almost exactly like today. They're wearing masks and shit. People are wearing masks and shit everywhere. Listen, if it was killing 50 million people, I don't think anybody would be bitching about wearing a fucking mask. Um, but the point of all that was, is that we fucking lied about that shit. We covered that shit up. We pretended it didn't fucking exist. Um, and it's weird because the disease actually just kind of disappeared overnight. It like really quickly was gone after, you know, it ravaged, you know, half of the fucking world population. Um, but we're doing the same thing here. Disinformation, misinformation, whatever the fuck you want to call, um, you know, for political reasons. You know, you can say, well, it's the left, you know, and you can say, well, it's the right. You know, President, you know, you know, Trump didn't acknowledge it, said it didn't exist, said it was fake and all this shit. And it, he's not quite wrong, but it's not quite right. And then these motherfuckers over here, are, you know, think it's the deadliest thing in the fucking world. And you're fucking not right either. It's kind of somewhere in the middle like we've been talking about. It's killed people, but they're mostly older people or people who are morbidly obese. 
Um, I saw this shit with Andrew Schultz the other day. It was funny as fuck. A Brilliant Idiots podcast, or Flagrant 2. He, he has two of them, but they were, t- they were talking, um, you know, that basically the CDC shitting on old people. Old, uh, or fat people. Fat people uh, basically are the reason why the economy has, you know, been, in, 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 you know, destroyed. And people have lost their jobs and shit because they didn't take care of themselves and, you know, you know add to these fucking numbers. Um, but, you know, on, on, on the left side, you know, you can say, well, they just, you know, it's an election year. The economy was fucking booming before all this. They want the economy to be fucking blown up before the, uh, before the, the fucking election because then they can say, look what you've done to America. It's fucking in cinders. It's, it's fucking smoldering rubble, piles of rubble now. The economy's worse than it's ever been when it was booming better than it's been in a long fucking time before all this bullshit, before people were first not, forced not to go to work. Um... But still told that they still had to pay their mortgages and still had to pay their fucking property taxes and all this fucking shit without a fucking job. Here, $1,200, you know, six months ago. Fucking how how do you think that was going to fucking last? You know, and and this is just an effort from the left side, the Democrats, to try to destroy the fucking country so they can fucking use it as a talking point to destroy, to beat fucking Donald Trump. And Donald Trump's over here calling y'all are some fucking pussies. This shit ain't even real. But check it out. Go check out the CDC. The, the fucking numbers are in, man. It's, it, it, has it been blown out of proportion? Yes. Absolutely. Was it handled well? Not at all. Should have been shut down hardcore from the fucking beginning for a few weeks. For four weeks tops. Everything's good to go. But then that would have incited panic. People would have raided grocery stores. Would have left nothing. A handful of people would have bought everything in the store and said selfish ass motherfuckers would have left nothing for anybody else. It would have just incited panic. And some people, they don't, they don't have the luxury of being able to afford, you know, two months supply of fucking food. They get paid once a week. They go fucking, they have to go grocery shop. I used to. I used to have to go grocery every week. I'd go buy what I was going to eat for that week. That's all I had money for. I, I, I mean, if I was in a pandemic still in that situation, I, I'd fucking be fucked. I could buy a couple heads of lettuce and, and some fucking cucumbers. And that's it. Stock up. My man, fuck it, man. I, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm out of here. Listen, Whiskey Sick Podcast, episode 111. Once again, rest in peace to, to my German Shepherd, my fucking, my fucking angel dog, Michi Calhoun, watching over all of us here at the Whiskey Sick Podcast. All of the listeners, look up, say hi to Michi. She's looking over all of us. The greatest pup that ever lived, Michi Calhoun. It's the Whiskey Sick Podcast, and I'm out, motherfuckers. <laughs> It's been a long time coming. I finally found the words. I know they're not enough, but my, this one's for you. This is our story. Where we've been, where we are now, and where we're headed to. Take that leap of faith, the later fall, pave the way I can make it rain from here, tears will fall, stay to clear I don't wanna take away from your shine, they can fade In the night we chase the day, we're gaining fast Maybe lap it, take it back and let it go Let it burn but let it slow, let it build and then we'll blow Up in there he'll never know the heights that we would reach, the nights there was no sleep I had the realest dreams of all, I had the feeling we would fall But you would catch us, let us down, never fuck him, where's he now? Nowhere to be found, no one hears a sound that makes when fate is destined to be found A place so far away, we face the stars who gaze upon them all within our reach A race of scars are placed upon us far and we will see Where we land with what we're handed, stand up you and me
and we're out. If you hear this song when I'm gone, you should know. You can sing along when I'm off with the notes. I need you just to vibe and we can feel alive and be so free in time. We'll see just to die indeed. If you hear this song when I'm gone, you should know. You can sing along when I'm off with the notes. I need you just to vibe with me. Get it live with me. Get your hands up high quickly. These thoughts I have, they form the clouds that linger overhead They taunt at last, I hope you're proud I'm teetered on the ledge, I guess I better get a grip Was ready for that trip, cause falling's all I've ever done But you had the strength to pick me up A grown-ass man, you lift me up Twice awake, but just enough to get me on my feet Some may say I lost my way, my future's bright I took a path that's hard for them to see Too far for them to reach, two bars and they'll believe We're headed somewhere slow, we came from nowhere fast Pump the brakes and let him pass Up the stakes and then he'll ask, why did not look back? Why did I look past him? Ask him if he lays awake at night And if he strays his way, we might just have to Stand up ground, then walk the sky. He'll never think to find the stair. Cause looking up, I learn from you. To this day, I still do. At you like I always have. Left you when he's slow and fast. Left with what we left behind. If you hear this song when I'm gone, you should know. You can sing along when I'm off with the notes. I need you just to vibe and we can feel alive and be so free in time. We'll see just to die indeed. If you hear this song when I'm gone, you should know. You can sing along when I'm off with the notes. I need you just to vibe with me. Get it live with me. Get your hands up high quickly. You can where we're headed, sky's a launching pad, the sky's a heart to set, I'll never find his way back in, never tried to make amends, seven times and made some ends, enough to get us by, see luck's about to try its own, beat the odds and die alone, we're taking matters in our own hands, shape and mold it, hold it, now you take from what you want from it, world is yours and God won't help the motherfuckers try to take it from you, make them run to where we come from, take it one day at a time and you and I, can set the table, dim the lights, will serve his words, the mood is right, he'll clean the fucking plate, and ask for seconds, guess he means a second chance, lesson learned, no helping hands, just seconds late, step into that's all we'll need, I'm repping you and all will be, the best of you is all I see, I'll never look away I never took the way he wanted Went in circles, but you found me Had a purpose, you allowed me Make my bed and sleep in it And in my sleep I dreamed of this But now it seems I'm wide awake If you hear this song, then it's gone, let it go If you hear this song, then it's gone, let it go If you hear this song, then it's gone, let it go We can watch it burn, let it burn, let it slow We can watch it burn, let it burn, let it slow We can watch it burn, let it burn, let it slow Then we're gonna blow, here we go, gonna blow Then we're gonna blow, here we go, gonna blow